Meet the Skywalkers by Frodogenic. Read by Sam Gabriel. Based on the works of George Lucas. Epilogue. Your brother is crazy, really. Carilla glared over her cup of spiced tureen at her husband. I beg your pardon. You heard me? Mr. Veritan had not taken a hint for the past thirty-two years and saw no reason to start now. He's crazy. Absolutely batshit. One hundred percent out of orbit, chimed in Wesley, drizzling honey with artistic precision over her flank bread. China clanged martially. Your uncle is not crazy, and I don't know why either of you says— She had to stop, being drowned out for the third time in as many minutes by hysterical cackling from the next-door study. Mr. Veriton pointed his spoon over his shoulder at the study wall and enunciated with relish, Bat ship. Carilla, who had gone a fetching salmon color in both cheeks, cleared her throat and readdressed herself to her tea. Not that I blame him, mind, Mr. Veriton went on, waving the spoon at his wife. It's wonder he's got any brains left. Never mind twenty-five years in the unknown regions, that Vader Quinius is enough to drive a man bat shit in twenty-five minutes, if you ask me. And don't pretend you don't know I'm right, really. He gave you a right turn, didn't he? He didn't give me a turn. Didn't give you a turn. You screeched like a jack finch with its tail on fire. I heard it two floors And up. I don't think you'd better talk about him anyway. You heard what Farmer said about him reading, reading minds and things. I don't think he expects as much in yours, Mum, said Wesler. I mean, who answers an out-of-system holocaust in a bathroom and hair towel? I thought it was justice. Whoever calls us from out of system? Well, Uncle Famous, for one. The study wall cackled again, this time hard enough to vibrate dust motes off the paint. Bat shit, said Mr. Veriton happily. Wesley frowned. Maybe you should go check up on him, Mum. Carilla smoothed her skirt and tried not to blush again. I really don't think I ought to interrupt him. That transmission came from the Chief of State's office. It might be important. Wesley raised an eyebrow at the study wall. The cackling had evolved into wheezing. Mr. Veritan adjusted his hover chair to a slightly more reclined position and readdressed himself to his morning copy of the Axelin Tribune with evident satisfaction in this fresh proof of his brother-in-law's Vespertilian excrementality. Ahem, said Carilla. Yes, I suppose you make a good point. She left them snickering over the scones and went and knocked gingerly on the study door where her brother had been shut up for the last quarter of an hour, supposedly watching his mail. Farmers, is everything... Uh, may I come in? The door whooshed open. Firmus was doubled over at the desk, wheezing and crying so hard his sleeve was soaked from mopping up his face. Farmus, are you all right? What? Still wheezing too hard to eke out a single syllable, he just clutched his stomach and pointed at the hologram unit and hit the key to repeat the message. Hey, Admiral. A dark-haired teenage girl, vaguely familiar-looking, waved at the pickup. Two boys leaned in over her shoulders. We know you're on leave, but... Nicky here says he owes you one. Something about acing his astro-navigation project, which we all know he didn't do on his own. Figure if you're that nice, then we can trust you not to sell it to a Holonet channel. And honestly, if anyone's earned the right, it's you. So for your viewing pleasure... Two meters of death incarnate. Destroyer of worlds. Commander of armies and navies. Master of empires. The last true Lord of the Sith. Darth Vader looms before his latest foe. One hand planted on his belt the other leveling a mighty forefinger. You are trapped. It is useless to resist. 
The enemy, sheer impudence, also plants a hand on his waist and points. I tap! As you should do this! His hand clenches in a fist. You dare mock me, young Skywalker? A fist replies. As Makakawako! Enough! Put down that weapon, and I may be merciful. No, no! I tell you not! You are most certainly not a Jedi Knight yet. Give me that! No, no! I tell you not! So be it. He lunges, but a blur of motion darts beneath his hand, between his feet, and then a sudden force yanks him backward by the neck. And then, inexplicably, he is staring at the ceiling, limbs askew, Kate bunched under one shoulder, listening to the small and pattering thunder of his triumphant nemesis carrying off his prize. Truly, he has much yet to learn in the ways of the Force if he is to gain mastery over this new opponent. In the meantime, perhaps he can order Piet to track down somewhere that sells childproof clips for lightsabers. The End This audiobook was made with the consent of author Frodo Jenick. It was read, edited, and produced by Sam Gabriel. Special thanks are owed to Stormcrown, who brought this story to my attention, and Starkiller, who knows damn well what they did. As always, none of this would have been possible without the love and support of my parents, as well as the generosity and the memory of Jay Walker. The text of this story can be found on AO3 and fanfiction.net. The music is Guitar Blues by Sylvester Weaver. Special thanks to Sakiko. For more stories that I've read, visit my website at samgabrielvo.com. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.